Hi, I'm Choi. Hi, I'm Brian. Hi, I'm Jonathan. Howdy, Hosey. I'm Tristan. And we are the Abstract Education. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are the Abstract Education. Isn't it? The one this and only. Is abstract Education. <laughs> we are the <laughs> Abstract Education, John. Didn't no, you it's, hear it's capital, capital, Abstract Education. All right? It's true. Good point. Okay. What's that? Let's do it. Oh, casual talk. Uh, yeah, I've been going through this uh, this weird phase in my life where I just don't, <laughs> I just contemplate life. You know, it's it's actually what's wrong, Choi? Life got you down. <laughs> I don't know how I got so nihilistic. <laughs> like every, it's like a period. Every every month or so, I I literally go through this phase where I'm like almost depressed, and it's like ah oh, shit. Like, well, you see, once you hit your second decade. You know, once you hit puberty, monthly events happen to the body. Okay. (laughs) To the body. I shit out nihilism. What exactly is nihilism? It's like there's a river in Egypt. Pretty sure. (laughs) That's really funny. God. Yeah, I try. (laughs) The nihilism. Wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> it's a religion yeah i you power. i'm pretty sure it's like you just have a really good thing you know the egyptian walk dance i think mm-hmm. like you start craving to hear that um what like the 80s song yeah like the 80s song <laughs> and then like you just like drinking water a bunch i i mean that's pretty normal but perhaps it's a little bit more like the river you know yeah. <laughs> Well, John, what do you think nihilism is? Well, starts with an N. Probably something maybe means like negative, maybe a negative output on or like outlook on life. So you're basing I mean, you're not too far off. You're but, basing um, your understanding of it based on the letter it starts with. That and maybe the fact that Choi is like saying how he's just like. <laughs> Contemplating life and like honestly, <laughs> contemplating life sounds hella depressing. <laughs> that just just sounds like that. So I don't know. Maybe it's well, just here's, contemplating life and the negative out- outlook. Here's the thing. Choi is kind of giving us a catch twenty two here because he's contemplating on life, but nihilism is the belief that everything is meaningless. So he's contemplating on nothing. Oh right. Wow. So it has nothing to do with Egypt. <laughs> that, yeah, 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 everything no, has right. nothing to do with Egypt. <laughs> Oh man! Because he's wrapped up in his problems, like a mummy. (laughs) Oh, that's good. good. It's a pyramid scheme. (laughs) I also don't know what that means. Let's get back to basics here. What is ethics, Choi? So, 
give you some examples. There are many philosophers, many uh, throughout the ages. For example, there's someone called Immanuel Kant. Um, whoa. Sorry. Whoa. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say that. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Ah. Uh, Immanuel Kant is a. I don't know where he was from. I forget. It was in high school, but he made the idea of the categorical imperative, where you must never tell a lie. You must do everything in your power to do what is right. Now, okay, what is right? Yeah. And then, you know, there's a thought experiment where it's like, uh, let's say a soldier is chasing a child. Right, and the child knocks on your door. She's like, "Ah, oh, help me! Ah, oh, please, someone's children, chasing yeah. me!" Yeah. Yep. Yes, then... I've, I've seen a child do that once or twice. <laughs> and this is a war scenario. <laughs> it was a bit sad. It is very sad. It is sad. Why is it sad? Now, this is the this is the podcast to let out your feelings of why it is sad. Anyways, you open the door. There's a child there, and you let her in. You hide her. Right. You shut the door. And then a few moments later, a soldier knocks on the door again and be like, "Hey, do you are you are you, is there have have you seen a child around here? You know, like, and you know the soldier is wants to do harm to the child. What do you say? Do you lie? I've, I've and seen protect the child. I've seen the start of Inglorious Bastards. So I would <laughs> simply tell him we are but dairy farmers. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Where are that's your good. cows? At home, this is your home. <laughs> Where are the cows? At their home. It's relative, sir. Ah, uh, I see. I have no quarrel with you. I will leave. Good day. Adieu. If you ever, if you ever see a child, um, report that to me. Um, she is, is there missing. Any, can you get more specific than that, sir? I have three children of my own. Oh, may I see them? <laughs> no, I'd rather not? you not because they're at school. There's a war going on. <laughs> I think it's imperative that they continue to learn. I can't argue with that. Good, good day, sir, or tomorrow, or all right. <laughs> We're getting into some role play. I have to wonder though, like, I'm, if you didn't lie ever. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Like, I, there's so many like everyday lies that people say, like well, white lies. Well, you, yeah, you like, can't like armor, white lie. Right? You yeah. can't even white lie. Yeah, like, how are yeah. you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. That's a big lie. And That's a deep big down. Lie. The <laughs> doing me, and I find myself drowning in a in a pool of emotions, uh, a Nile of my own. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I yeah, but like, Harry? imagine a world okay without lying. Like, if no one ever lied, it, well, the lie purpose is to be honest to your nature, I guess, and just like mm. lay it out there. Because yeah, I, I mean, if you're being honest to your nature, though, I feel like lying could be entailed in that. Because well, like, uh... I mean, based off the thought experiment, right? You're saying that like sometimes like a lie to someone who means you harm could protect someone that is good. Right, right, right. So we're saying it's like, is is Kant right? Is he should he have this theory of categorical imperative? You know, a lie, a lie is like I think it's an example, 
Yeah, but you must do everything in your power to do what's right. Or I mean, I think it sounds good wrong. on paper. On but paper, yeah. It's I like think, I think there's like far too many. <laughs> there's far too many scenarios, right, where it can just play out wrong, right? Like, like if you're yeah. lying to someone about, like, you know, like if they ask you, like, oh, how do am I look? Do I look okay? You Is look like good? a fucking cow. No, <laughs> you look like, terrible. I, I, gonna... You're ugly. Get out of my face. <laughs> Don't even look in the mirror. You'll hurt the mirror's feelings. Those are Leave. called white lies. <laughs> that's what they call them. Yeah, oh, exactly. I think white lies are fine. But that's the truth. Oh, I thought we were talking about truth. Oh, what is truth? I uh, mean, democracy like... would crumble <laughs> if no one could lie. <laughs> There'd be no... Or the actually, maybe it, would, maybe it would thrive. I guess well, if no one could lie. Like, if literally everyone was hooked up to, mm -hmm. like, a machine, right? Mm -hmm. That, like... Like, say everyone had, like, a little cap on, and it had, like, a little little dot on the top, a little little light, and every time you lie, oh, it takes a quick yeah. polygraph test, right? And it starts blinking. <laughs> the top of your hat starts blinking, right? So, you, so everyone, everyone around a, you knows. Everyone is just a Pinocchio. Politics would, like, oh, it would be a game changer. Think about Pinocchio. it. No one could lie on their, on, their, <laughs> on their stance. They'd have to do exactly what they promised. This sounds like a good country. You should, you should create your own country and... Instead of democracy, you'll have Pinocchio politics. <laughs> the politicians have to wear these hats. And actually, oh, as as it gets worse and worse, the color of the dot changes. The lies they've told, it gets a deeper red. Oh, there's a counter on it. You're saying? Yeah, yeah, like a stat track. So every lie, every lie, it goes up. Well, now now you have to think. What if what if the person wearing this cap is walking down the street? And there's a homeless person asking for money. And that oh no! Oh, hey, do you have any spare change? And now, what happens to the guy? Well, I would it, personally, what I would do is I would first shuffle through my pockets, right? Because, like, okay, technically, technically, I'm not lying if I don't know for sure. Right, right, right. Hey, yeah. So. If I have like you know like my wallet in my pocket and I make an effort to to like never know what's really in my wallet, right? I just grab like my credit card every t once in a while and maybe like my keys when I need to go through my door. But I don't know if I got any like coins in there. I never checked inside the pouch. Could I technically say no? I don't think so. Oh, all right. I think that's valid. It's right? definitely let's, valid. Let's like you did have a coin. Don't know. It's Schrodinger's wallet at that point i technically don't oh my have God. Uh, I, could, I could have loose change i'm just not making the effort to check for this man right so you're not you're not giving a definite statement you're just making assumption well we've really right. skipped over the ethics of not giving this man money <laughs> <laughs> yeah should you give the man money should you personally i would take him to tim hortons and we would have a nice meal personally yeah. i i wouldn't i don't think it's good to give him money because i obviously don't know the history of that the man right but i don't know i feel like you could give him food or something and that would be a little bit better than just giving Definitely. him money to just go get whatever he wants because I'm not trying to like play into the stereotype of like homeless people but they could go out and possibly buy like alcohol or something like even worse right so i don't know i don't think Giving him money is the right thing to do. Yeah, I think that's valid. It could be a druggie for all we know. Yeah, but like, 
yeah. I mean, the problem is you never know, and you hope that they can use the money to do do something good <laughs> with it. Yeah, like, but it's hard to know for sure. You could be causing more harm. Yeah, I, I want to be an optimist, but at the same time, it's hard sometimes to just be like a hundred percent like, because I have no I I I know nothing about this person, right? <clears throat> well, wait, wait, hold on. He does have the hat on. So, oh, oh, I could ask him. What about that? He asked me the question: Do you have any loose change? And I say, uh, "What you gonna do with it?" Okay, well now, what if oh, I do? Now what you just I avoided do? the question. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. What if I do, sir? It's this is how the world works now. We can't lie. So now it's it's a battle Everyone's of wits. Just... It's a battle of facts. <laughs> right. So he now has to respond with what he's gonna do with it, and I can what see. Are... I can see on his cat. What if, what, if the said, there. what if he says, I'm going to use it to buy what I need? And in his mind, what he needs Ooh, is so clever. Drunk. That's yeah. smart. That actually is smart. <laughs> I'm a and really I, clever homeless person. But then right, you now, could ask, right now, the caps are, there's smoke coming out of the caps. They're vibrating <laughs> vigorously. You could, you could literally just ask, then, like, are you going to use this money to buy alcohol? Are you going to use this money to buy drugs? Oh, and shit. Then either he says, maybe, in which case, maybe is a definite, no, I'm not giving you money. <laughs> what if the person says, "I prefer not to answer the question of what my needs are"? Then I'm not getting my money. Say, <laughs> well, then I would rather not. Uh, I would. I would rather not give up the loose change that is in my pocket. I will save it for another man or woman uh, who is also yeah. homeless. Yep, that makes sense. Hey, see, you I can't. Like if you don't, lie. you know, I think. I think if instead of don't... a cap, he should be masked. Oh. Oh, like okay, wait, like like what kind of mask though? Like, are we talking like like with cool designs? Like everyone has a unique design, or like 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 station like like government <laughs> government funded masks that are just like a blank slate with like a number on it? I want to say it's like it's like an everyday mask you would wear outside, right? But on mm. the front, it's like this flexible screen, and when you lie, it makes a frowny face. Like that right. one. This is sick. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a little counter on the side, on both sides. So you, it doesn't matter which side you're on. And then you can see how many lies you've told throughout wearing the mask. All right. So then when you're at home, in the privacy of your own home, you can take off the mask and you can lie whenever you want. You can lie to your loved ones. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. Oh, I love perfect you. Perfect time to lie. <laughs> With, but do, do you think in that society then it would be considered rude to take off your mask at certain at certain points? Like if oh. if if you take it off to eat dinner, right? And your wife asks you, uh, "Oh, did you like the meal?" And you're just about to put your mask back on, and then you pause and you say, "Loved it," and then you put it back on. <laughs> would, would she catch on to that? Would that be kind of like a yeah? I like think I think you catch on to that. Well, I, I feel think like she would be, ask you to put the mask on. It would be so ingrained in like society at that point. That a mask is a sim- is a symbol of like truth. It's like a status. Right? Thing, and then yeah. immediately when you take it off, it's like shit. This guy's doing something shady or whatever. Like I feel like like I feel like like rental companies, like like car rental places, would probably have like a policy where it's like no one above five hundred lies can rent one of our vehicles. But then, oh, it's like a credit score. That's right? true. It's like a credit but score. Yeah, exactly. What happens if okay, this is actually getting dark. I don't know. I'm oh, I'm backing man. off of this society now. <laughs> this is this this cool. could be a pretty good show. I would watch this show. 
But then you had to think about what happens when they lose the map. <laughs> we'll call it true lies. Wait. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> funny. Um but yeah. Imagine there's like a like a like a robot fucking going around checking up everyone's like lies or lie count and then they just get punished for whatever. <laughs> and lies then they just 10,000 must <laughs> recorrect. But but now you have to think about would lies be illegal? Or would they just be frowned upon? I think At the this system point, we've set up is that is that they're not being used for any legal uh, result. I guess they would be used in like a court system if they have such high tech lie detectors. But I feel like it's more of like a day to day thing where it's like people will just be like, "Yeah, you you tried to get away with that, and that's disappointing." <laughs> that is disappointing. Like I it's like a social aware. thing, right? Yeah. I don't think I would ever wear one of these I think, masks. You know what? I think it's an, I think that would be both a positive thing and a negative thing. Positive for obvious reasons. You would always have the truth. And people can like act accordingly on the truth. Yeah. But I think our justice system works in a way where lying is punished. And if like I feel like if lying isn't like punished with these like whatever like if people know then it's not going to be like they're going to go to jail like if the truth is always there then i feel like a lie isn't going to be like a criminal offense that sort of thing but like if you go on the stand right in like court or something and you lie it just means so much more that'd be foolish you're (laughs) do you hollowly swear by the oath of your mask that you would Sorry. tell the truth. <clears throat> Nothing Sorry, but the truth. I lost my mask. <laughs> I, that would how you, that's how you get out of like jury duty. <laughs> Don't got my mask. Sorry, can't can't judge appropriately. <laughs> wow. Sorry, Kant. We kind of just skipped over <laughs> skipped over your little theory there. Well, okay. Well, now that we've set up this whole society, like I think we could answer a lot more easily. Would you wear the mask? No. Would, yeah. No. Right. Yeah, I would not wear the mask. So yeah, I mean, no, he's wrong. Kant's wrong. Kant is wrong. You can't. You can't okay. do that. You... <laughs> oh, That's what you're trying to say, right, Troy? Wait, what? You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Troy totally yeah, yeah, yeah. meant to Save. say that. Thank you, Tristan. Um, yeah, no. That's that's basically. But the on the flip side, the <laughs> argument was if you say the child is not there, and oh, this is just like we can segue out of this. But let's say let's say you say the child is not there, but the child is already escaping out the back door, right? And the soldier catches this, then you just f- fucked him over, right? I'd but like to if you say. It's it's a stretch, yeah. Failed. But if you say, "Yeah, I'm hiding a child. Come in." The child's already out and running away, and then you just stall the sh- soldier. So sometimes it can work both ways. Okay, but and now... I get shot because now this child's not there, and it's my fault. Yeah, now you just wasted this soldier's time who is looking for a child by saying, "Is this child is in my house? Come <laughs> see." And <laughs> and then the, me. <laughs> come inside. I, I know exactly where they are. Children. <laughs> oh, what? There's no child in my closet? <laughs> I feel like you could easily play it off, though. Like, oh, I'm actually trying to help you, but then the child heard and ran away. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, like, oh, you do like a you do like a hidden message thing where you say, yes, the child is here. 
she came running in through the front. Mm-hmm. I so hope it makes you look like someone who's actually trying to help, and then also tips off the child. <laughs> I, you could also just give him like a. You could be truthful without telling him everything. Like he's like, "Have you seen this child?" And he's just say, "Yeah." <laughs> is that it? So literally, yeah. just be a dick and answer. where is the and child? Literally, sir? with no other help. <laughs> it he's like, he's like right do you know? Do you have any idea where the child is now? Somewhere. <laughs> oh my god! All right, all right. Can I? Can troops, I search your house? In. Come on, troops. Go. He calls the entire platoon over to search your house. Now what? Well, the um, child's probably gone. <laughs> what are you doing with this platoon? Searching the house. What house? The area around... <laughs> Your dairy farm. <laughs> you know, the dairy farm with no, no cows. Ah, my estate. <laughs> yes, your estate. Well, be my guest. Come on in. Hey, there's a child in this closet. <laughs> oh. Is that where they were? <laughs> Thank you for reporting this child. Thank you for being truthful and honest with us. <laughs> yeah, but this now you have to look for guilt. I feel bad. Now, now you have to think about what happens if there is no war going on, and now this is a police officer. Then, then that's very different. Wouldn't the child be a criminal? Or it something? is a. It is a, a very different scenario. Where yeah, lying actually is, is very a, bad. It's a completely different scenario because a police officer is different than a soldier in oh, war. Okay. It depends, I guess. Wait, we never add. Okay, hold on. Can we go back on? The, I need some more context for this thought experiment. Is are we the are we from the same nation as the soldier? Uh, no. The thought experiment was just described as a soldier or someone chasing a child. I don't think like, nation nation is like you know. Like, like, is does this soldier represent my country and my beliefs? Assume, okay, assume that you're just a local. I think assume that you're a local, and that's like a soldier who's like, let's say you're neutral for this argument. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's okay, nice. well, if you're, well, you're Switzerland. Okay, and there's a random <laughs> soldier in Switzerland. I, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> okay. Brian, you're taking this way too literally. <laughs> this scenario literally. This is a hypothetical. Well, the hypothetical done. needs to be literal to get the most accurate no, result. You must correct I'm it. sorry for saying Switzerland. You're just neutral. <laughs> okay. You're, how about this? How about this? How about this? You are an Austrian. Okay. Uh, um, and there are some, I guess, prison, uh, prisoners of war, I guess, that are being like rounded up. By German soldiers, okay? Okay. Austria isn't Germany, so they're foreign soldiers, but they are just kind of, they're good with you. Like, whatever, they're not going to hurt you. So that's the, that's the scenario. And then this kid just, just running away from the soldier and it's just your house. And then the soldier asks me, did you see a kid? Yeah. And you, you have no reason to, like, I mean, uh, like... sorry, I don't speak the German. <laughs> is, is this Austrian? I, I, uh, yeah, sure. But, <laughs> that sure. Is... Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure actually. <laughs> okay, I think I feel like the valid answer for this is that you would probably try to lie. You, to you cover yeah, the I, I think you would try to lie. Assuming, um... assuming that kid hasn't like. What if the kid 
but you don't know the kid. Here's the thing, just like the oh homeless my. kid on the street. What if the I, kid I heard, was actually responsible for... on the kid? And I say, what have you done? Whoa, whoa, whoa. But you see a kid running from these armed men, and then you say, Come on, come on, hide in here. You don't you don't ask him like when he gets into the house, what did you do? You, you just say hide over here. Right? It's, what it's, if this kid is, is has a nuclear warhead heading straight for the capital city? And I'm impressed. Yeah, <laughs> I would be pretty impressed too. But you don't know it yet, so you're not impressed. And he's hiding okay. in the closet. And you tell the soldier that he's not there. I think and I think it's now there's easy. a timer scenario. There's a time scenario. And now if you don't report him, then likely you will die. Along with okay. the child. I like how you were like, oh, we had to make sure this is ingrained in reality, and now you bring this <laughs> bullshit up. <laughs> well, now think of it. Now you're a war criminal for hiding the child. You've just destroyed your country. Okay. Alright, so Personally. obviously, there needs to be some context in this thought experiment, which Kant failed to realize. So we're just, we'll just improve it a little bit. We'll say, um, is it okay to lie once you know all the context? Is it okay to lie once you know? Um, okay. Yeah. I think it's okay to lie in certain situations. <clears throat> I mean, easiest I, way yeah, to put I feel it. like we're skipping over the fact that his statement is that you should always be truthful. And I feel like that we can all agree that that's just incorrect that there are situations where lying <laughs> is the more ethical option you should never be truthful if you don't have to be okay well, <laughs> well that's it it's, <laughs> it's a very different outlook i guess it just goes to like it's like how i don't know i feel like lying is a good tool when you want to like just i don't know Oh no! Be, be careful. Di di like, what's the word? Diplomacy. Diplomacy <laughs> going back to politics. No, 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 not politics. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, for like the I'm, sake of finding finding middle ground, you might have yeah, to like, like, feel like you. Just, yeah, I like see. you want to mediate, and you don't want to cause more problems. Like, if, if saying the truth, a hundred percent is going to get you into more problems. <laughs> like if I were to make a trade deal and they're just like, "What have you done with our soldiers?" and I'd be like, "Killed, killed them. We did that. Killed them all." Yeah. Like if you're if you're brutally honest, you're gonna ha like basically push everyone away from you because that's just a really bad way of having relationships with people. So <laughs> what about the ones who didn't die on the battlefield? Prisoners of war. Every single one of them. Treat no, definitely not treated properly by the Geneva Convention. Mm -mm. Oh no. <laughs> Alrighty. Um Troy, what are yeah. your thoughts on this? <clears throat> My on, thoughts on, on lies? Kant's Kant's uh relevation, I guess. His where no one should lie <clears throat> unless I think, they have to. I think it's like Marxism where um Marxism is like perfect communism or just communism. I think it's like communism. In a perfect world, it would work, but like we're, we're all human, so yeah. it, 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 it There's really only one perfect work. person in the world. Yeah, yeah. I know. Morgan Freeman? 
nice. It's nice to know me. But... Um, <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. What's so funny about it? Uh, nothing. See, a white lie. Diplomacy. There you go. Yeah, and and now because you told me that white lie, I still have my respect for you. Exactly. And I also did not lie there. <clears throat> I appreciate your honesty. I feel like uh, honesty needs to be in doses. Yeah, Billy if Joel that... said the same thing. Did he say that? He said something similar. Wow. Yeah, he, um, he said it was um it's uh it's a lonely word. Um that's all I remember from the song. I that makes a lot of sense cuz honestly I feel like actually like induces <laughs> like I said pushing people away making you lonely. And it can be a really good trait. It can be a really good trait to be honest, but like at this, the, you, you just have to not say everything that comes to your mind. It's almost like picking your battles. I also want to point <laughs> out that if we followed this uh, uh, line of thinking with no lying, uh, sarcasm would be dead. Wow. Oh, right. I don't That's actually true. think so. <clears throat> I don't think sarcasm would, would be dead. I think it would be a specialized field. Like you'd have to like you have to hit that middle ground just right. You can't mess up your sarcasm. Yeah, if you actually are really shitty at like vocalizing your sarcasm, then like, it's practically yeah. lying. Like <laughs> honestly, yeah, exactly. Like on like, I'm, I'm sure all of us can think of a couple times where we've been sarcastic, and maybe most people got that we were being sarcastic, but like one or two people, you had a shadow of doubt where like you're like. I think they actually thought I was being. <laughs> no, 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 that I think I think personally that that is the best type of sarcasm where they don't actually know, and then they have to think about it. <laughs> but then, but then that brings you back to the ethical problem that you have. Even though you didn't intend to lie, they now have a the false idea. <laughs> well, you have a point, but um, <clears throat> it is one I I will choose to ignore. <laughs> okay, well, I think we wrapped up on this one. We're good. Lying is good. That's what lying, we said. Yeah, good. lying, everyone should lie. And if you don't lie, um, you are a You're lying to yourself. Being. I feel like... Oh, that too. It, is there, like, a medical, like, condition which you, like, aren't able to lie? There yeah, I think be. Jim Carrey got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it would be... Mental. I mean, there's there's pathological lying. So that's, that yeah, that's just <laughs> that's just so there's pathological lying, also known as pseudologia fantastica. That's you a just crazy pulled it off name. the top of your head. Yeah, totally. You... I totally oh, wow. did. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're and so, I'm totally you're so you know, smart, John. You're so smart. Medical. So that's the medical condition of like compulsively lying. Um. Funnily enough, I don't think there's one where that you just always tell the truth. There's no pathological honesty, nothing like that. What about from like knives out? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like where she pukes every time she tries. Oh, to that's lie. true. It's a good that's point. How convenient. <laughs> yeah, how that convenient was convenient. Plot. I'll be honest. I would. I would. One thousand percent attempt to fake that condition for my entire life just for like <laughs> the off chance that a situation comes up where I need to pretend like to just to just make people believe I'm telling them the truth when I don't throw up. <laughs>
Yeah, like something like Among Us or some shit, right? Oh. Yeah, oh, wait, I couldn't play Among Us if I was pretending this condition. No, it's not me. I don't want to see you. <laughs> but when you're talking to everyone, they're like, where were you? Uh, where were you? Tristan, where did you, were you, uh, were you in Medway? Med because that's where he died. They're like, mm -mm, no, definitely, I was in school. <laughs> I, I think I've only played Among Us once. I think I tried it. Yeah, I tried it for like one night. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't either. I just used some keywords there. Okay, well, it's like not hard to understand. Um, you just try to kill people. The the engines are <laughs> failing, and I, I tried to fix them, and someone came out and uh, broke my the one bone in my body. <laughs> I, I am it, now dead. Well, Ryan kind of sus here. <laughs> Alright, we need a... I'm not... I won't allow for us to get into Among Us memes territory. Yeah, I, it's already I dead. Want <laughs> I want to... I think it's unethical, them. actually, to talk about Among Us. Hey, you guys... You, you guys watched Harry Potter? I love Harry Potter. I can name it. I, I, like, oh my god. I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. <laughs> uh, do you think... Um, what, what do you think Dolores was... Based on Umbridge? Dolores Umbridge. Yeah, Dolores Umbridge. One must never lie. Oh. Um, like a person in the real world. Are you asking like what I mean that brings up another <laughs> that brings up another ethical situation though. Because he wasn't lying. She just actively had her own truth that she was unwilling to give up on. Which uh, is she was like, what would happen if no one was, was allowed lying. to lie? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was Umbridge again? Like what she do? She was the pink lady. She was the head inquisitor slash wow. defense the against real, the dark arts teacher for uh, in the fifth book, Order of the Phoenix. She's right. like no, the ministry. She's like a ministry um, personnel, a person who hates children but runs a school. Hey, that sounds like most principles. Principles. <laughs> it it yeah. was basically. It was basically like pure like. Takeover, like hostile takeover of the school. <laughs> I I don't know about you guys. I had some good principles in my time. Um, I had some decent ones. Yeah, like I'd say for the most part they were fine. I know a lot of a lot of kids' TV shows. They portray the principle as like a supervillain in a way, mm. but a or a superhero, were... one who wears underpants. <laughs> that oh, is ah. that is no, but but you think about it, he was portrayed as a supervillain. Before yes. he, yeah, became... before they, before they, they oh. caused mass deliria, making him believe <laughs> that he was the hero. Yeah, and they're running around the streets nude, <laughs> <laughs> fucking underwear. Oh my god! It's that impressive was... that he was able to keep that job. Yeah, how would how would people not <laughs> work with children him? every day? No, he, he, he took off his fucking. <laughs> yeah, he took off his clothes, <laughs> and oh, now he is unrecognized. Where'd he go? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Um. So, you know how there's the death sentence, right? Mm. What are your guys' takes on it? Is it justified? The death sentence? Like I think we've had that for a long time here. Yeah, I don't think it's been in Canada for a <laughs> while. It's it's only in some what in some states in the U.S. That and I I yeah, think very those few. were like gone until like maybe a year ago. <laughs> Like, uh, there weren't that many, I think. My here, stance... here, 
here's another scenario. Uh, maybe maybe the death sentence is just like too external. What yeah, if I, I think that's I think that's a. What if a note falls? A notebook falls out of the sky. Whoa! Oh, all right. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, indeed. It, it is a interesting. Falls out of the sky. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is uh oh, totally my original idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah proceed. Okay, proceed <laughs> and then on the front cover, it says "life ending note." Life ending note. And I will become mm. the angel of death. For in this <laughs> notebook, I will write the names of every criminal known the planet wide. <laughs> Would you? Would you go down that path where you I murder think. or have a hand in the death of like a re- uh, like a really really bad murder? Like, say this murder was gonna shoot up a bunch of children in an elementary school. Would and wow. you have the power to stop it by killing? So you're them. talking about Minority Report? Yeah. Like, are we doing this before the crime has occurred or after? Yeah, because that's Minority Report now. We've 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 swapped from Death Note to Minority Report really quick. Yeah, oh. <laughs> which I mean, like, honestly, is a really interesting idea. Yeah. The fact of if someone, it's that was the entire premise of that movie was the whole controversial idea that no one's committed a crime. They were thinking about doing it. Sure, they were probably going to do it, but like they didn't yet. So should they be? arrested for that okay let's have that let's go with that scenario and then the other scenario would be he's in the school storming the school as of this moment and it's in a okay. live news I yeah mean, clearly you would just yeah, doing that, it. <laughs> yeah like i feel like it's one yeah. thing if they've been caught and they can no longer do harm and now all you can do is try your best through the justice system to correct them Right, that's one thing. It's another thing that they've been thinking about doing it, and it's a completely different thing entirely. If they're literally doing it right now, and you have the option to kill the man who is about to kill five children, I think the answer would probably be yes. Well, you have to think. What if the five children have five nuclear warheads coming across? <laughs> now, now you have to think about: Do you write down the guy's name? Or do you write down the children? No, name? but then you use the ability of the precogs from Minority Report, and you check on all the children's people. Ah, <laughs> uh. and then and then you could like look at all four of them or five of them. You'd be like, oh no, that one doctor, that one lawyer, uh, that one's gonna be a politician. You can kill that one. We'll go with that one. That one's fine. We'll, we'll oh, let them go, okay. and then we'll, we'll what, if, the what if that what if that kid was the politician responsible for enacting the law? Mandating that you have to wear the lying mask. Oh God, no, no, we're not going back. We're not going back. <laughs> <laughs> I will go back to this. This dystopian world. I don't know who I am after I took off the mask. Is it really utopia if everyone lives in fear every day, just don't want to be killed by this mysterious person named the Kira? Like, Twenty ten, we have not been able to think of a utopia without it being also a dystopia. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I feel like there was a golden age back in like the '60s where they were like, "Oh, the future will be great. We'll all have the best tech. No one will ever need to kill. No one will ever need to work." And and now yeah, it's always just, like, pretty shitty, huh? and now it's always, "Hey, everything's pretty good here. We should make children fight." Am I right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Hunger Games really started the ball rolling. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Uh, right, and then oh yes. There's no series. Well, I feel like there's no more of those. 
there's no more young adult novels like that that are like huge. Well, I think the two biggest, the two that I really liked, and I'm not sure if you read them, were Alex Ryder. I don't know yeah. if you read that, but I really oh, liked. Those books as is a it? Kid. Is was he a spy or something like mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I read him as a kid. Those I, I, I really were into those. And then, like, I think when I was even younger, I was really into these this like series. It's a huge series, like 39, 39 clues or something. I don't know. Um. That tickles something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. I, I don't. I don't think I ever got into it enough, though. I think I read like maybe one of the books. You yeah. Really seem to really like reading. You know, when I was in grade six or seven, there were no. Yeah, grade six or seven, we had periods to read, and I always had a copy of Hunger Games. One of at least one of the three uh, volumes in my desk. And every time the period came out, I would take out the book, I would open it to a random page, and I would just stare at it. I wouldn't read it. Every so often, I would like flip a page, and then, you know, just keep going. And then once I reached the end of the book, I would just flip back to the first page, and then pretend that I'm still reading. Sorry, where was this? Sorry, I this was in elementary school. <laughs> I think... I probably read maybe three books. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so when you guys mentioned these, was it 30, 39 crimes? Something like that. The 39 crimes of Grindelwald. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I have no idea. Where were we? Minority part, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where were we? Uh, um, power to kill. Talking about, we were talking about. Uh, right, no, no, I'm, uh, yeah, right. I'll, I'll, I'll flip this on Choi. All right, Choi, I go, I go into my, my room with filled with three precogs, and I run the <laughs> simulations, and I find out. Wait, what's the pre? What's the pre-cog? A precog is the person that can tell the future. Come on, oh, okay. you can know them. Oh, okay. It's part I, of our society, okay. the people. Well, thank you for teaching me about this. But yeah. Uh, they essentially can tell us about the future, but they can't tell us too much. They can tell us time, they can tell us place, and they can tell us um, like the crime. Okay. I actually, I don't actually remember how it works, but it's something like that. It gives you enough details where we can say with like a ninety-nine percent, um, like net positive on this test that this person is going to commit this crime uh, within the hour. Uh, you know, within their home, they're going to murder their wife. So, if I were to run this, right, and it came up, and it says to me, yeah, this dude is about to crack, uh, you have, like, about a day before he has a mental breakdown and kills his children and his wife before committing suicide, uh, would you, like, take the word of this, uh, of this machine, these precogs? How... How many times did I run the test on them? Like, how many times? Oh, wait, enough that it's a 99. It's not that you're even actively running the test. It's just they sense it, and they send it to you. They just, they just out of the blue, they'll just be like, this guy, this citizen right here is about to commit this crime. And you know it's 99% reliable. Yeah. You know it. Okay. And then, how much power do I really have, though? Like, like think about it. Well, just think about it this way. 
it's a 99% chance you're getting the right guy and you're saving these lives. I'm, I'm super simplifying the movie. The movie isn't even about this. It, it's about a completely different ethical situation. But <laughs> you, there's a 99% chance you got the right guy, you saved the innocent people. But there's a 1% chance you've chosen a guy who didn't even really think of that crime, but you just ran this simulation and it was just like, yeah, I think it could go this way. And now he's going to be spending like the rest of his life in prison for something he hasn't done yet. Oh, I haven't. Oh, I was. I was just thinking. Just have him be isolated for until. Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you call someone else to like check in on him and make sure he's okay? And then, like, if you know what's gonna happen in the next day, why don't you just remove (laughs) him for the day? I like. uh, I like how I gave you guys like a black and white yes or no, and you guys, (laughs) you guys came up with the exact. solution that people are trying to come up with to deal with police brutality which is why don't we send people who are like like psychology experts instead of just police <laughs> <laughs> which honestly not a bad answer i i think yes or no i think i would take the chance on the wait but <sighs> shit on the i'm scared of the one percent like yeah, I mean, the the ethical situation that comes up later in the film is that someone who knows how, uh, like this technology works slash how the people who are being used, the precogs who are being used to predict these situations works, can abuse the system and basically set you up to be a false positive. Oh my! Yeah, right? fucking, that yeah. complicates it. I feel like the second that comes into play, you're like, yeah, definite no, because now there's like, like members. Yeah of government and like you know authority figures who can use this to just lock up whoever they want well that's the that's the the whole controversy behind anything like like new like this when it comes to like arresting people or like i don't i i just think that the minute something that happens there's already gears turning to find ways to abuse it to like be used for like personal gain and things like that right so you're always going to have problems and like I think there's a that's a whole like the movie in itself is like a larger like it's a it's a larger symbol for like things like this in like the real world where like I don't know shadowy organizations or like politicians or people that we don't really see um as just like normal citizens like behind the scenes they can like use all of this to like honestly make a huge bias a huge image that like we we believe but then is totally false things like that and that concludes Abstract Education. Thank you for listening to our movie review. So guys, uh, what did you, you learn today? I learned lying is good. Oh yeah. Honesty <laughs> Telling the truth is, is a bad idea. Crime. And it pushes people away from you. So if you want to have good relationships... Definitely don't tell the truth. Remember, if you want to be cool kids, lie like all the other cool kids do. Who knows? We could be lying to you right now. A good, uh, however, there is a condition. If you lie, don't get caught. (laughs) You've reached the end of yet another episode of Abstract Education with the Abstract E-Boys, featuring Jonathan Chow, Tristan Kovacs, Brian Chan, and me, Daniel Choi. 
theme song and incidental music by Tristan Kovacs. And if you haven't already, remember to subscribe to Abstract Education on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasting needs. Also, don't forget to leave a review, and you might have your review featured on a future episode. Thank you for listening, and we hope you learned something new. Toodles! Hi, my name is Choi. Welcome to uh, Aztec Education. What did you just call it? What? <laughs> what did you call it? Aztec? Aztec?